Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guys, welcome to Side Work Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey guys, I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And the soothing sounds of today's guest co-host is none other than Sarah Schaefer. Thank you. It's, it's so good to be here. I do. Why haven't you been here yet? I know. My, what are we even well, doing? It's our fault. There's a reason, <laughs> yes. I think, is because I've never really waited tables. And I know this about you for the um, most part. Um, but I did have one really tiny stint in the restaurant. We'll business. hear about it. Yeah. You deserve to be heard. Mm-hmm. Do tell. I have stories. So this is when I found out that I would never be able to work in a restaurant, um, <laughs> that it just wasn't going to happen for me. And it was in high school and my friend Pam uh, said, hey, I, I work at this restaurant called... Um, what a, oh shit Italian oven or something like that no I'm I think I'm missing Probably the not name Dutch now oven, that would be no real gross it's I'm now mixing up chain restaurant okay. Italian pizza kitchen no it's not that Italian <laughs> that's it's also Italian not a thing o- it's okay. Italian oven okay Italian, it's Italian oven okay it was in Midlothian Virginia I don't okay. think it was a chain I've been to Midlothian yeah. Uh, Midlothian sounds a great like a place. Bi- it's like a biblical, biblical town. Name. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is. It's a Scottish name, I guess, but it's okay. um, Midlothian is is a suburb outside of Richmond, Virginia, and it was a an Italian restaurant. And um, my friend Pam was like, "They're hiring a hostess. It's really fun." And I'm like, "I'm okay. I'm like, want to work in a restaurant? Like, it seemed glamorous when you're in high I school." Know. <laughs> So I go and I start working and I immediately realized that I, I'm incapable of dealing with customers, like that I have so much anxiety over uh, smiling on command and being friendly. Like I don't consider myself an unfriendly person, but I, I don't do well when you have to do it on purpose and, and, and like and make an effort in that way. And the stress of like sections and like yeah. the waiters um, being upset with me if I didn't sit people the correct way. It was too much anxiety. I like melted down. Like I could not handle it. The owners of the restaurant were cokeheads. Of course. And yep. I had never, I mean, I was like a super Christian. So like the fact that I had heard a story about the owners being doing cocaine and like having sex on a table. The devil's powder. Uh, yeah. It, like, at night. You. It, it was like, what? This is a bad place. Like yeah. and it just was so stressful. I mean, I literally lasted like one month, maybe, maybe four shifts. Like I couldn't even handle it. I just... It was just like people wanting things from me, like families coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Sarah. Yeah, I know, and I just couldn't do it. I was like, it it stressed me. I would lay in bed at night yeah. thinking about an interaction I'd had with a, with a mother. To slip. 
<laughs> and I just could not do it. And it was like, I had mad respect for after that just brief, I was like, I will never be mean to a hostess again. They they are under so much pressure. Like I thought it was like the most No, it's it's job. real. It's true. But the one thing I really do remember fondly about the Italian oven was um the birthday song that we had to oh, sing. Oh, thank God. We were we are yeah. going to do a special episode yeah. somewhere down the line just about the just birthday for the birthday song, songs. Well let me it. contribute this. You Please. can edit it in. Oh yeah. It's- oh, no. <clears throat> When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, it's your birthday. (laughs) And your friends take you out and they make such a fuss over you. Happy birthday to you from the oven. Excuse us for the fuss, but we just had to say happy birthday. (gasps) I'll never forget it. You can't. I'm never, I didn't even think about it on the way over here. It just comes out. When the, the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, it's your birthday. <laughs> and your friends take you out and they make such a fuss over you. I thought, it, oh I, I thought they were gonna, I'd love it if they had uh, your friends take you out and they make such a fuss. It's your birthday. I know, <laughs> just sitting on your, it's your birthday. <laughs> I kind of like it just the first verse and then they're done. And yeah, like, oh, it should have been. Yeah, it's that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I do really feel like I'm in a real Italian oven. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, we're mm. just fully bringing you into the fold today yeah. uh, on our episode. So you are a sister of the apron. Don't I'm worry. I'm an understander. You're an understander. I, You're a sympathizer. Both my sisters waited tables for a long time. And I just, I'm just someone who never complains to a waiter. We love you for that. Um, I'll eat a meal that's not right because I'm like, this person is about to break. That's why I always assume that whoever's waiting tables on me is about to break. I don't want to bother them. Yeah. Uh, It's okay. But before we move into that and our topic of the day, we've got some server submitting stories. Hell yeah. All right. This one's from Connor Elizabeth. I bartended a small burger joint that has a whiskey-style speakeasy connected in the back in (laughs) suburban Minnesota. It's locked dead in the middle of four hotels, so we get quite a list of characters who come through. One night, an older man came in and was obviously already slightly intoxicated. He introduced himself as Bubba and decided to tell me how me and my coworkers are all good women. Oh, oh my God. I finally decided to send him on his way and cut him off after he invited me back to his hotel room to help him out or if he helped me out. What? He left and I forgot all about Bubba until I hear a panic gasp from my host followed by the words, uh, guys, Bubba's peeing in that car. Uh, <laughs> Bubba decided to drop his pants and piss on the car right outside our restaurant door. Naturally, I decided to call the police because being a small 22-year-old at the time, I wasn't really sure what else to do. The cops came and told me they couldn't find him at first, but 45 <laughs> minutes later, in the middle of February, snowstorm and all, they found Bubba wandering back. They found Bubba wandering the back parking lot and hauled him off to the hospital to recover from his drinking. Jesus, Bubba. <laughs> I decided to forget about our friend Bubba again because I thought that would be the last of it. 
Turns out I was wrong. The rest of the night, I received phone calls from Bubba <laughs> trying to leave my manager a message about poor service oh, that oh I provided my. to him that evening. Oh, my God. Oh my Thanks God. for making the podcast that I can relate to right down to my core. Love you guys, Connor. Oh, my God. Bubba. I fucking hate people. Dude, mm. I mean, and this is like, because we're, we're going to talk about Yelp today. This is like a primitive version of Yelp. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> Calling the manager. Being so in the wrong and then mm. still harassing you, demanding that guy's yeah. blackout. That guy, that guy has gone to another place. He's bye bye. And who was letting him call like from the hospital? Like in the like hospital right. drunk tank. I thought like with those phones in the hospital room that they only like dialed a different he must have a cell, I assume. Mm, okay. Enough to get through it. <sighs> it's really frightening. We also talked to how much like when you're really young and in this job, like you're anywhere from 15 mm-hmm. to maybe 22, which is a really young woman. Right. And you are often left to combat full grown blackout, men. like drunk yes. humans. It's horrifying. Yeah. Bubba, you were wrong, friend. They should have <laughs> left you in that snowbank to die. Like, what does Bubba stand know. for? Bubba's like blackout. Unwanted. <laughs> <laughs> when, when uh, blubbering, blubbering baby asshole. That's my There Bubba. we go. <laughs> I love it. That's a new acronym that I can live by. Okay, so this one's gonna be a little bit long, but this tale, this kind of like back ends. Um, we just did an episode about sports bars and working in sports bars and the special customers and oh yeah, oh So this came in um, from at Chelsea Bellicott. She says, all right, I haven't even finished the sports bar episode and the eye twitching is uncontrollable. She says, I work at a sports bar elevated pub, question mark, in Toronto's financial district. During last season's NBA playoffs, I experienced some of the most atrocious guest behavior known to humankind. I'll try and keep this short, but here's a spoiler. It's not short. Um, I'll try and keep this short, but the offenses were nonstop throughout my 11-hour shift. Oh, oh my God, God 11, 11 hours. God, also the illegal nature of how much she worked. I guarantee she didn't have a break or was fed. So it began with a reservation to 25 people that showed up an hour late. Yes, we did hold their tables for them. All right, that's bad management. Most of whom were freshly 19 and clearly had never been out anywhere before. They were <laughs> fine throughout their stay. All, however... Anyways, I don't know what that means. Okay, they were fine throughout their stay. However, when it was time for the bill, all manners went out the window. Upon making the reservation, they had been told that it would be one bill and an 18% gratuity. That is standard Mm -hmm. for huge parties. This was seemingly fine considering they made the reservation, but I guess that wasn't conveyed to the rest of the group. They demanded separate bills, even though members of their party had already left, refused to pay the gratuity, paid partial cash and partial card, then claimed I had cover charge them or overcharge them at the end of it i was called a bitch a cunt i don't even understand how you have a job here etc wow that's brazen for a 19 year old mm. my god i'm like i i'm speechless at this point. yeah remember, oh remember when i just mentioned how being a 22 year old server is scary just imagine then if like these horrifying 19 year olds oh, were like my worst god. nightmare fucking start them young assholes they also hung around for 30 minutes afterwards trying to complain to any member of staff that made eye contact. Boy, the poor bus boys. Whatever. <laughs> the night <laughs> continued with post-game madness until last... No, last call. When a group of 15 people walked in and crowded around a table that seats at most eight people. 
Knowing that we were doing last call, the group ordered three bottles of wine, a round of shots, several beers, and whatever else. Good God. This is Canada. Okay. Upon delivering their order, the guests on the far side of the booth immediately pulled their wine glasses far away from me and close to them on the inside of the booth. No one would move so that I could give proper wine service, so I presumed they were fine pouring it themselves. Bar empties out, 2.20 a.m., trying to close. I drop the single bill and continue to clean. Another 15 minutes pass. They're not gone. I walk over with the card swiping machine and ask how they'd like to pay. They start shouting about me rushing them. Okay, guys, it is almost <laughs> 3 in the morning. <laughs> they haven't even had time to figure out the bill. And by the way, how dare I not give them proper wine service? First of all, let's recall. Proper this is a, wine service this is a in a wine in a sports bar. Upscale, fake. So for people who like or don't follow basketball or know this, like the Raptors won, right? This is okay. the year the Raptors won, which they're a Canadian basketball team that like, you know, in okay. the NBA. So it's 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 humongous deal. Okay. And like any hometown where your team wins, people go fucking bonkers. We, yeah. yeah, this is. I mean, is... like cars get turned over, fires get started, like, you know, it's 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 anarchy. And wine snobbery. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, people become wine snobs. Why are they not me making excuses? Yeah. That is just me tainting a picture no, of the evening. But this, oh, I, like, I, like, listen, Chelsea, I understand the eye twitching because this is giving me fucking anxiety. I would your email. How could so, those fucking kids lurk about after calling her so right, a cunt, dealing with nineteen and a bitch, year olds, and then they're like lurking around. So they're around Hit the while you're fucking bricks. I know you're being terrorized <laughs> by wine snobs. They're scary teenagers <laughs> on the other side of the restaurant who don't understand how bills and work. Then I guarantee at several points in the night there were like people like wearing those inflatable raptor dinosaur costumes that were just like, <laughs> like it is like straight up apocalyptic. Well, get this. So after they say this to her, she basically turns around. She says without saying a word, I walk up to the office immediately. Being begin crying yep that would have been my fourth time in the night she says well trying to explain to my manager and blah blah blah. it was a long night okay manager says she'll handle it walks downstairs and promptly comps that table's entire 350 dollar <gasps> horrible bill. people so now you're being thrown rewarded. under the bus by your boss and Ugh. she just says what else can i say this industry is a nightmare god speed and good tips Chelsea, how oh my God. how do you even go back to that job I know. after that? Everyone the was against you. That's insane. Chelsea, I want you to know we've never actually stopped in the middle of a story to like get down and dirty and then like have to go back and finish it. Like this is this is one for the books. This one really just you just like like threw a grenade into the conversation. <laughs> We're all visibly upset. I'm really feeling the second cup of coffee course through my blood vessels right now. I'm like Guys, I need uh, 10 minutes to uh, take a knee before I continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, more sports bar stories. If you want to send them our way, guys, um, we will read them and feel really angry. I think. Mm -hmm. It's called Creeper. I'm just going to call it Creeper. Sent in by Rachel Sweet. Hey, Sidework Crew. My friend recommended your podcast to me as I was a server at a fine dining restaurant in Wisconsin for two years. Yes, fine dining in Wisconsin is an oxymoron. <laughs> Although it was considered fine dining, most of the guests were nowhere near fine. <laughs> As a 22-year-old server, I had a 50-year-old customer that gave me his card to pay. 
I took it away to swipe and it wasn't going through. I look at the card and realized it was his hotel room key <laughs> card. Oh my God. <laughs> Trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, I go back to his table and was like, oh, sir, what a silly mistake you've made. I actually need your credit card. He tells me to keep the hotel room key and proceeds to tell me his room number as he's handing oh. me his credit card. So cute. <laughs> I still had to uh, I still had to act interested as servers in Wisconsin make 233 an hour and solely rely on tips. I haven't listened to every episode of yours, but if you do one on the harassment servers deal with, particularly women, feel free to share my story. Oh yeah. I wrote, wow. I wrote Rachel back. I feel like I that's like, every episode oh, probably. Yeah, pretty comes out. harassment constantly. <laughs> Never ending harassment. But if you want to reference specific episodes where we did a three-parter and uh, also a recent two-parter, feel free to do a deep dive, Rachel. Yeah, absolutely. They but you did the right thing. On. I feel like, you know, like you don't have to act flattered. You can just act clueless mm -hmm. you know that, you don't yeah, have to take like that bait thing. that fucking move is so old and stupid and like give me a fucking break the balls on these guys just to be like here's my hotel room key. i can't imagine doing that giving my hotel key like knowing my kind of like status like right of what i look like and who i am and i'm not like you know i'm not dressing like i'm hot or anything right if I was in a restaurant on like while I'm on the road and there was a hot young waiter waiting on me and me giving them my hotel room key, well, I can't even imagine. And brought me food. I he can't want to fuck me. The thing is, <laughs> I pro it probably would work because of the way that men are with sex. Like <laughs> I know. I was like, gonna say I'm like, you're describing in a, the, the version, the flip where I'm like, yeah, you'd get it. Yeah, yes. I, it would work, but like I can't imagine have, being so presumptuous mm -hmm. or even like risking. I mean, it's so it's such a different dynamic. Right. Like a woman, you're risking some weirdo coming into your room. <laughs> it's just so different, but good lord. Okay, guys, those were all awesome like usual. Uh, please send us more server-submitted stories. We're ripping through them lately. Uh, and you guys just keep sending great ones. So hit us up. Drop them in our uh, side work podcast Instagram DM, baby. All right, guys. Topic of the day, which we've been – this is a – this is a big one. And that's mm. also why we wanted to invite you, Sarah, because I like to call you an online warrior. <laughs> um, and we're going into the topic of Yelp, which yeah. just immediately inspires just hair standing up on the back oh, of the neck. Oh, I go dark. I go dark quick. I know, I know. We we will have opportunities to go dark. Uh, when they go low, we go high. Just kidding. We're going to make fun of <laughs> terrible Yelpers. Uh, but I thought, okay, I'm going to start with how bad and how ridiculous Yelp has gotten. And then we're going to retroactively start from the beginning and kind of work up to current. But I just think to get a, a current, just real temperature on where we're at with the ability to review anything. Mm -hmm. um, I sourced a handful of reviews written about national parks. Oh, Lord. Um, I know this has nothing to do with the service industry. Yeah, I just want to show you. It's the same vibe. Exactly. <laughs> give you a feel. How stupid things have gotten. These are so funny. They're um, from the website Far and Away, which is a travel site. They compiled this, and it is. I picked some of my favorites. They compiled this. is amazing. I'm going to pass it around, and uh, let's do <laughs> Read them, please. All right. This is a review of Yosemite National Park. Um, by the way, the park shuts off some of the waterfalls after midsummer. Oh my god. <laughs> 
This is probably due to dwindling park service budgets that are spent on toilet paper. Please protest this fiscal management by staying away from Yosemite. Also, there are bears in Yosemite, and they they practice breaking into cars. Do you want a bear to break into your car? Then stay away. How fucking dumb do you have to be? It's not a theme park. (laughs) Where someone's like, who's in charge of this waterfalls today? Um, I turn was, them off. I'm supposed to take a selfie in front of this waterfall. Could you turn it back on? Thank you. Thank you. Bear training camp breaking into cars. What the fuck? That is ridiculous. Okay, here, here's another one. Sequoia National Park. This place is dangerous. <laughs> there are bears, mountain lions, and worst of all, sketchy people. Hide your wives. Hide your kids. Hide your husbands because they will come they your window come to your window they are bugs and stuff there are bugs and stuff and they will bite you on your face don't waste your time here go to vegas for sure vegas is practical and has 7-elevens wow oh man so if you, you know we're gonna we're gonna do a few more because these are just just prime um and then obviously my brain's summing up exactly what is going on with our brains collectively on the internet okay this is a review of great smoky mountains national park by the way all these places are gore amazing okay yeah it's a bit scary with all the signs about controlling your children because people have fallen to their death on the trail <laughs> mic drop Jeez. We were so bit scared with all the scary. warnings to not let our child, like, let the child go over a cliff. See right. If, if there were no warnings. Oh my God. The, <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, there are no warnings. Any- okay. That's <laughs> from Crater Lake National Park. <laughs> There's an amazingly deep and creepy lake. <laughs> There's a crappy lodge where they have mac and cheese. In the summertime, there are pestilent yogurt guzzling hordes. What? Yogurt guzzling hordes. Like, like, so there was elitism going on, mm-hmm. even though this person is clearly a dipshit who eats mac and cheese, but really cannot stand. Also, these. they don't even comment. Is the mac and cheese good? Like, what kind no, of a review it has, is? It has mac and cheese. So, okay, when we're talking about, like, summer tourists in Michigan, all the tourists are called cone suckers. Like, all the ice cream <laughs> oh, eaters, yeah. fudgies, all that sure, stuff. Sure, that's think this, great. I think yeah. maybe that's their version of pestilent yogurt guzzling hordes. What does that mean? <laughs> what the hell? I'm lost. Like, Gogurt would be better. <laughs> right. You here's, know? Here's our last one. Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Paid $20. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I see the end. Paid twenty dollars to get in. Didn't even get to touch lava. <laughs> it's what are people's expectations? So this oh. truly. So this is like this is like clearly none of these people have ever left their suburb or city. They have no idea what nature is, but they are allowed to review it and inform us. And like that is exactly what flows into our personal, you know, version of Yelp, which is like people who, as we know, I'm going to guarantee have never worked in a service industry job, Mm. have never made food for themselves probably. Or if they have, they will write a book about it in their review about (laughs) how they make it at home. And it's like, so stay home. (laughs) So this is like this insane world we're living in where everyone's a critic and allowed to stand on a 
soapbox and platform, and we're not even going to get into Twitter, you know, oh, Instagram. Yelp is older than Twitter. Yelp is older Yelp than that. Yelp is an older hate forum. Yeah. It is. It's like the dawn. It's been building Cause and YouTube, growing. YouTube comments are maybe yeah. first, yeah. you know, and then I think Yelp entered the scene, and it is insane. It's been around since 2004. Mm-hmm. So that is 15 years mm-hmm. of being terrorized by Yelp. So let's uh, and let me get into my document because I'm really in the moment and already fired up and I don't want to lose my little flow. Um, so basically, you know, if you're looking for any history on Yelp, it was two former PayPal employees. So like, of course, Silicon bros, like yeah. Silicon Valley bros who when one had the flu and was really sick at home and couldn't find a good online review of a doctor, ding, 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 him and his partner, million dollar, view, uh, million dollar idea, well, now like trillion dollar, mm-hmm. you know, net worth situation are like, we need to come up with uh, an app and a website and additional info that you can put on websites to see what real time, you know, reviews are saying about services. This is mostly and largely, I think, it's most known for restaurants. Yelp yeah. is most it was affiliated. First restaurants, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what else can you Yelp? Clearly, you can Yelp a national oh. park. Oh, you can Yelp everything. Can I tell you the only Yelp yeah. review I've ever left? Yes, please. Because I'm I'm someone. No, why I would I ever destroy that. someone's business? Yes. Because of one bad experience, I've just right. never been no. motivated. Not even to build, leave a good Yelp review. It's exactly. like I'm staying out of this, but. The only bad Yelp review I've ever, and only Yelp review I've ever left, was for my divorce attorney. <laughs> and that tells you how that bad is... the experience was. And But you know what? And I gave him three stars. Because <laughs> I didn't want him to be too mean. <laughs> Dude, but I mean, like, but I can get behind that because this person you probably spent hours with. Yeah. So it's not just a knee-jerk re- reaction of not getting your way yeah. and then being able to have revenge you know like internet revenge well i was like i wanted revenge but also i wanted other people to realize what they were getting into like Mm -hmm. my review was basically like this person was lovely until i asked him to do and like it's a it's a divorce factory yep you know you go in and you um and if you know he takes care of it and he makes his money that's how he does it but if you ask for anything different or out of the norm he becomes extremely rude he hung up on me at one point because he made a mistake and i asked him about it and he was like or oh, i don't know what you, okay. you do you did it differently most people do it this way you know and i, I was already so vulnerable well, and in so much pain and so upset that it was like this person you know i was just like so if you want to do something a little differently other than the, the boilerplate divorce go somewhere else yeah you yeah know? you know what and that's, i that was just giving information informational like, just yeah. stating facts you know yeah if you like this then you you know go with it but here's what happened yeah. so yeah i i'm fully yeah the fact that like it takes a lot i think for a normal person yeah. a normal cognitive functioning person to be moved to yelp you know yeah. but herein lies the problem is yelp then created for users i mean it's a community Oh yeah. Fuck no! Do I want to be a part? Yeah. Of, like have people avatar. take it very seriously. Your avatar and like, how, what kind of status you have. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, because they, they created elite Yelp status, yeah. which for losers is now something to aspire mm-hmm. to. Where you're like, I'm a reviewer, and the elite status um, Yelpers. Some of them are going on eight thousand reviews. I mean, oh, yeah. that is. If time they feel spent. it's their duty and it's a hobby, well, they get perks. 
Yeah. There are some perks and we won't fully go into like the flow of how bad that got just yet. But do you, do you remember working in a restaurant when Yelp first came yeah, around? I remember, well, I think I was maybe in, I had, it was more in like the like day spa industry. I think mm-hmm. kind of, I yeah. like I had moved over from waiting tables to um, being an esthetician. So, but I, I think there was kind of a crossover there, but it was like, and before Yelp came around, it was just like professional critics who came to review restaurants Yes, who you kind of like maybe had a heads up they were coming, but no matter what they have the filter to know that like they're reviewing a place, they're professionals who have been trained to know what's happening and have a certain attitude, not yeah. some fucking fuck nut off the street. Who's just like in a bad mood when they get there, yep. wants things their way in a very specific way. And is like, and loves to complain and well, thinks that-, that if it doesn't go exactly the way they wanted, that it must mean that the restaurant is horrible. Exactly. As a whole. Yep. That there's no nuance, and, you know. And, yeah. And not to, obviously there's people who leave awesome, great reviews and have a good time. And if mm-hmm. that's like their intention is to only leave good reviews out there, good on them. I feel like that would probably be what I would do. Like mm-hmm. only leave good reviews. But then w- once it was there, it was like this weird... This is a weird expectation and like energy hanging Like an over. invisible boss well, here's in a what, weird way. And then if you get a bad Yelp review, everybody flips their shit like management talks to you, you're reprimanded in a certain oh, yeah. way. These are things that are real that happen. Oh, so horrible. So within a year time span, we had Frank Bruni, New York Times food reviewer, come into James in Brooklyn. And I mean, the chaos that ensued, I, I've told this story um, a few episodes back, but like we got one star, which is a big deal because there's a lot of, that doesn't mean it's bad because you're only allowed to get many stars if you're like this expensive, have this many seats. And we're just this little eatery to even be reviewed in Brooklyn is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I like, I was the person who waited on him all went well. You know, everyone's like, great. Then within a few more months, Yelp started looming around. There was more of like, there was more chaos that ensued from a Yelp review that right, came than in a real reviewer than a real reviewer. And my manager, you know, would come down like during sh- pre-shift or whatever. And it's not hard. We're a small staff. And I, someone described me as big hair, funny voice. Um, oh my and God. Which is fucking, which is also terrible. ridiculous. And it's you degrading know. and it's wrong. And, a well, manager- and then your manager is like, that's Brooke. And <laughs> And, Horrible. you know, we had to have this talk about these reviews and you're sitting here going like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's bad enough that so if these horrible people are already just horrible to wait on. Right. So that just used to be the part of the job. And then they have and a then forum. now now instead of talking to a manager the old way, which is also, as we all know, the way you productively mm-hmm. get something done or give feedback or get something comped. But nobody wants to engage in healthy back and forth and bargaining everyone wants to be a bitch or now it's just gotten more of the scammers and fraudulent Mm -hmm. and entitled people it's given them this like one up on service in most places to just fully it's really true yelp open it's power that shouldn't exist it's like putting a gun on the table and it's like you know in in (laughs) in the regular world you know over over fries that were a little late to the table right exactly you know yeah and in, in a regular world, you might have like a shitty experience and then like, or have a table that's like, oh, well, that maybe wasn't great. And then, and then it's gone and they leave and you move on with your life. You, what Yelp does is it keeps that nightmare <laughs> fire burning yeah. forever on yeah. the internet where it yeah. comes back to fucking haunt you where you think like it was okay. Everybody seemed fine. And then you, ter- you find out they had a terrible time right. because there's nothing better 
to remind yourself that you had a terrible time than to sit and stew about it and have a shitty forum to like tell your tale right. on. And the truth is they were having a bad time with their boyfriend. If we really just dig into yeah. the psychology behind most of this shit, it's like, oh, your life is a nightmare. Well, everybody's unhappy. I get it. I've noticed <sighs> that, and I'm sure you're going to bring this up, so I'm not saying anything new. Because I, 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 you know, it's like Yelp is horrible, but I also, I really do rely really? on it. Oh, you no. I, With restaurants, I don't as much, but for mm -hmm. other stuff mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm going into a dentist office and I mm -hmm. want to know, there's a dentist um, near here that you should read the reviews. It's right by Silver Lake Coffee. And I've always been like, I always, uh, should I go there and have that be my dentist? I read the reviews. It scared me. When I walk by there, I get a little scared because the guy sounds like a fucking psycho. Every Dr. review. Death, but yes, every review marathon is like, man. I was mistreated. I, he verbally abused his assistants in front of me. Um, there was blood everywhere. Like, I'm in so much pain. I, you know, he he demanded I do someone more. Someone call the police. Yeah. I mean, and so stuff like that, it's like sure, where, where someone sure. is like hurting people in some way. But food is like the stakes are so much lower that I'm like, I, but I noticed with restaurant reviews the bad reviews always start the same way first of all it's a fucking novel right it's like this is one of the best meals i've ever had <laughs> and they describe all the food all the food and they go the problem arose right, right. when the check came and they give it one star after describing the best meal they've ever had it's always like that it's like the whatever was divine, you know, the food, the food, food. And it seems very abusive towards the server usually. Mm -hmm. And it's about revenge. Mm -hmm. It's you miffed me in some way and now I'm going to take out revenge and not thinking about how that could literally fuck their life up to a degree. Yes. Like the, the domino effect of like, what if that's you get fired and then. You know, and then you can't pay your rent, and then you're out. I mean, it's like and then you get kicked out on the street. Yes, and the then domino effect. Gets murdered, and then yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like and, I would then, never want to be that person. You're in a bad mood, so you try some street heroin, you know, and then <laughs> know. and then now yeah. you're in and out of shelters, yeah. and this is because yeah, somebody like the the appetizer landed only two minutes before the entrees came, you know, yeah. which again, it's a lot, you know, but okay, to every yin there is a yang, right? Well, okay, so. What point are you going to go on? Oh, I'm saying gonna... kind of what Sarah was saying about yes. it being a good place for like to, to seek out. Yes. Like good reviews on things like dentists to seek out good reviews on restaurants, too. I mean, it's obvious places with good reviews. Mm -hmm. And I rely on I use it all the fucking time. And I feel like I shouldn't. And I try not to. But like you're right. It is good to be like in my neighborhood. Here are things that are available, you know. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the legitimate power that mm -hmm. Yelp has. And it's the system that nobody asked for, but everyone has had to sign up for being right. a or business or restaurant. It right. It's really yeah. tough. Well, the name itself, apparently, I read is like um, help and yellow pages combined. Mm -hmm. OK. Yeah. Which do you guys remember being a kid and just flipping through the yellow pages? Oh, yeah. Like on a Saturday looking at night. Names. Like I used to look up through pizza. I used to look up people's names in the white pages and be like, what kind of a name is that? You know? Like I was Ebenezer? such a little star fucker. I would like look up my name and address and I'd be like, that's where I live. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. So you exciting. Were unlisted because my dad was a cop. So. <laughs> Shame. You never Shame. experienced the joy. So, okay. So here all of a sudden is this thing that you have to, because... 
if you're not um, if you're not privy to everything, like so, Yelp like basically also lists the hours that you're open. If you have a website, and so at some point you now have to go manage information if they do not have it correct and you don't have a dedicated person. So then people are like, on Yelp it says your hours are this. And it's like, well, I didn't post that. Like, mm-hmm. go to that, you know, so a lot of the times it's like, go to the actual website of the restaurant, but now you're fielding all this anger toward information that Yelp wrote about your business that isn't verified by yeah. you. So it starts, first of all, it starts there. Okay. So then, after a few years of Yelp existing and the whole, like, cavalcade of of reviews and good and bad and whatever it has been proven that so at first going up or up or down one entire star would determine whether or not you were going to have a packed restaurant during peak hours of business say your friday your saturday nights now it's so micro aggressive that even going up or down half a star is going to fully impact the income you make the kind Mm -hmm. of tips your servers are going to get and this is like from some petty nightmare Mm -hmm. people get being given too much power so Another thing that happened, you know, which I think we can all sort of recognize is so um, there's a practice called astroturfing, which is when your business is like now listed on Yelp, you know, everyone freaks out. And so you are basically um, it's called the uh, astroturfing is the practice of preparing or disseminating a false or deceptive review that's usually positive um, that a reasonable customer that a reasonable customer would believe to be a neutral third party testimonial. So this is an almost basically ignored illegal practice oh yeah they're gaming it but people are 100 like mom dad best friend husband please you know like let's stack it Mm -hmm. with the positive reviews okay well now we're in a world where you can get someone who just decides to be vindictive and write Mm -hmm. a bunch of like it could be a competing business oh yeah or whatever and slam you and now we've got yelp only making it worse so we've done the research they are constantly in trouble for then causing extortion saying if you don't buy our yelp ads uh-huh. um well then we're gonna make sure that this negative review is always at the top of your algorithm and it's never going to be buried no matter how many good reviews you get or basically they're like if you buy 300 dollars worth of ad space we'll make them disappear yeah. and there's lawsuits because of this but judges keep dismissing these crazy ass lawsuits i mean so Scott, my boyfriend, oh, yeah, yeah. actually went through this because he had a an a independent painting business mm-hmm. in New York. He painted God, people's yes. apartments and he found out very when I first met him, he was still using Craigslist and Yelp was like kind of just blowing up for other types of businesses mm-hmm. at this point. So he gets on Yelp and it became clear that if he didn't if he fell off the first page, he would lose all of his business. So off the first result page, if he wasn't on that first result page and the way to get on that is to have more reviews and all like it was, it was like five stars, you know, if you lose half a star, then you're pushed down Mm -hmm. in the search results. And, um, he would get into the habit of if he sensed when he would go to someone's apartment Mm -hmm. to do the estimate or even over text or email, if he sensed that they were going to be difficult, he would just not work with them. You go, I'm so sorry. I'm busy. I can't do the job. Um, or if one, one time there was a dispute about, you know, a guy, some bro was like, Mm -hmm. you didn't, you scuffed my, you know, wall and he offered to fix it. And and the guy started getting agitated and he, he just went, he he took the money out and he goes, I'm going to give you a full refund. And he left because he didn't want the bad review. And one time a girl like 
he sensed she was going to be difficult and like it was not working out her schedule. You know, she was just being bratty. I mean, this is New York. We're like, right. you could charge, he could charge like one to two thousand mm-hmm. dollars for painting a room right. this right. size. Like back to white, because that's what people had to go back right. to white to always flip to flip to, yeah. to to leave. And they're rich people. So it was really small. And Scott could like it was just such a lightweight business there that he could just go with his backpack to somebody's apartment oh my and God. make like a thousand dollars in a day. And, and a lot of times it was just rich young people who didn't want to do the work cause they had no skills cause they'd like mommy and daddy were paying their right. little studio apartment for NYU or whatever. And so you deal with a lot of brats and like this girl like wouldn't, um, like was he, he backed out. He said, I'm so sorry. I, I can no longer do this job. My schedule didn't. Did she yell them anyways? So then oh she starts stalking him on Twitter and she sees that he's tweeted he's at a show or, or in that, that it was a lie that it's, he had lied about. Like, I have to go. He, he made up some lie, like I have to go somewhere or whatever. And then there was a conflicting tweet of where Scott was on the timeline of on her the timeline. board in her evidence. So this is what someone is Sarah. doing with her fucking time. And so she um, leaves a Yelp review saying he lied to me. Um, he was dishonest, he, you know, and Scott was like, he pushed back. He had yes. evidence too. And he was like, but you did this and whatever. I never even did work for you and you're leaving me a review. And so they ended up resolving it. I think Yelp took it down. But to, to your point about how Yelp abuses people, he was getting calls I'm four or five times a day from Yelp representatives. Oh, fuck them. Oh, my God. Demanding that he get involved in their ad stuff. Yep. And he and they were they were kind of veiled threats of like, well, we can really help you the if mob. you do this. And it was just so many just it was such an interesting. And then when he left. You know, he and I don't want to give away, but I will say that you he didn't end up doing this, but having a good Yelp profile is so valuable and and where it is on the on the you know algorithm and the timeline and your reviews that people are people in these types of businesses that are like painting or like service cleaning or whatever, you can sell your Yelp profile to someone else. But you have to give them your phone number. He, Scott didn't did not do it. He looked into it because he still has the same phone number. Wait, so I know he didn't do it right now. Okay. But you can sell your Yelp profile. So like you can be basically like painting by Scott is now like probably a different Scott. I don't know if he ended up doing it, but he was talking to somebody about it. You or know what I mean? Like Scott's just my nickname. Yeah, like <laughs> it can, know, or that's exactly my father. You know, like well, you know, my that's exactly my father's Jorge, business. But... Yeah, and like, but there's all yeah. There's ways to like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a wild west out there. Good on Yelp. There's been times on where I've had my name personally mentioned on yes. reviews, and it's like this thing, um, and I would never again, I can't, where I would go back to it and like read it and shame myself and go into a shame. I can't even imagine that like I had done something wrong, something's wrong with me, like, and this is what real human beings with feelings and like souls like have to deal with yeah on the regs right and it's dark and it can actually ruin someone's business that's what that's why after that i was like you have so much power on yelp you don't even understand like leaving a bad review can truly ruin someone's life that it's crazy um i'm sorry i'm like 
just, you know, and obviously, mm -hmm. okay, so like clearly we are preaching to a service industry mm -hmm. crowd. We all have that under our belts. We're all feeling very PTSD stricken right now, <laughs> just in general, that the world has just come to the, I mean, like there's like this revenge culture. It's, right. it's like, it, I'm going to get revenge on you, but the, the revenge is so overblown it, right. to what the offense was like, Oh, your check came late. Right. Or you had to wait right. a little, or you felt that the waitress was, you perceived her to be cold or rude to you or something. And now you're going to do something that could actually ruin this person's life, at least right. temporarily or, or knock, you know, or just, not well, to, is it okay. worth, is it I even? Know. Well, not to mention, it's also blurring professional journalism mm -hmm. um, well, and like real professionals anymore, that have like trained yeah. to review trained you know like so that that bothers me as well it, it's very bothering and also even worse so this is funny this is a little bit of revenge on the uh, yelp elite status where they were you know obviously we all know in the service industry the whole like uh you know i'm here to review um i'm here to review for yelp i'm a, you know they make their presence known which food reviewers don't do that right Real food reviewers don't do that and because they're all grubbing for what they per you know perceive to be deserved free food yeah. service comp checks you know there is this feeling of being blackmailed extorted not only by Yelp doing that to the business owner mm -hmm. on their end from the corporate headquarters you know calling so then now you've got just these random users who are not verified, vetted, or can just lie and just sit mm -hmm. down, open up, and have Yelp on their phone and just look at you like, let's go, baby. Oh you know what I'm Lord. saying? And so what happens is they can have a perfect service. You don't give them something free because they're pretending to be someone important. And then they do go write the takedown, you know? Yeah. And so I think what's funny, though, is ugh, now Yelp Elite is being completely eradicated by just Instagram influencers. Yeah. That's they a whole now, new layer. That's a whole yeah. new layer, which I can't even get into, but they're all, they're all feeding off each other now. Right. Totally. Cause it's like, everybody goes to the restaurant because someone says it's fucking great. And then like everything filters through Yelp, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy. It reminds me, Sia, that singer. Yeah. It was a few years ago. She went on Twitter and was like, um, you know, hey, fans, like, hey, everybody, like, help me figure out how to get revenge. My dry cleaner ruined my favorite dress. And so people were, like, coming up with funny ideas. But then someone was like, uh, let's all leave bad Yelp reviews. And she posted the name of it. And people started doing. And other people were like, no, 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 no. Don't ruin. She ended up, I think, apologizing and, like, deleting the thing. But, like, you're... Basically, you're a, a, first of all, you're wealthy. You're so wealthy. You have, uh, yeah, okay, your favorite dress was ruined by a dry cleaner. Who amongst us, you know? Andrea and looks like going, she's going to cry, and I you're can't going make to eye contact ruin with her because I'm going to cry. You're going to ruin a, a guy's business who's probably like, not to stereotype, but probably like an immigrant, yeah, you know, know? <laughs> like whatever. It's, 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 like, it's like he's worked or there. Like, or they like worked there the seven been days there a for three generations or something. Yeah. And when I say, uh, you know, I used to live above a dry cleaner, both of you, they never left their dry, no. like, because I lived above it seven days a week it's hard work it's chemicals it's like you know they probably all have cancer it's truly it's like truly and so i think we existed in this weird nether region like all of us trying like to learn collectively as comedians or people to like not take like a comment on an online forum so personally i think now we've seen the evolution of 
calling out and mm-hmm. and basically um, fighting back against yeah. the exploitation, the extortion. And now what you're seeing is a lot of um, businesses very eloquently hitting yes, back. Yes, yes. Which is really Some fun. Of those. I was like, we need to go on an upswing yeah. right now because we all look like we're going to die um, from I'm sadness. For, like restaurants to be like, we don't need you. Well, and that mm-hmm. is what basically is now happening, plus a slew of, um, I'll get to a few of them because I want to make sure we get you in for a few of these episodes, um, a few of these other topics, but okay. So now, and let's, let's be, let, we're the first to say it. Um, yes, a lot of bars and restaurants are owned and managed by horrible raging <laughs> coke heads. <laughs> like, it, like the customer's not always right, but neither is always the right, restaurant. I mean, there are some places where you're like, if someone is abusing his staff, like, yeah, and you saw it as a customer, yeah. write about it. Yes. You yeah. know, we like, we are not so blind to just mm-hmm. be like, no, restaurant only, you know. But so here's a really good one. I, I like this. If you guys are down to listen to um, uh, a really great takedown. Now we're in a in a world where I think in some ways, because we society has become hip to the fact that we, you know, that there is nastiness happening on purpose. We were all more like it's in the zeitgeist more that we're not so blind to it and so ready to just like take Yelp at total face value. So when a owner or uh, a business owner or a manager or the person who was, you know, you know, the hostess at a restaurant, I'm sure they've been given permission by the owner to be like, you can go on and defend yourself on behalf of our restaurant. So here's a review that happened um, by someone who had written 7,503 Yelp reviews. So (laughs) this is... Someone with a life. Someone with a life, we'd like to emphasize. Mm -hmm. Very busy life. So this is about a poke bar that they took the time to review. Okay, this dude is named Ben. We've walked inside this place twice. Once when it was a sushi bar, then again after it pathetically pivoted to meet the poke fad. And it stunk on both visits. The door was too spring-loaded on our return. Okay. Whoa. But we were offered water while we, the only customers, awaited our pickup order. And the food was at least mediocre for the standard $11 plus tax. I had the chisse bowl make it over rice 11 bucks. So, owner of the poke bar. Oh, I love. You ready for a good little smackdown? Owner of chisse poke bar. Hi, Ben. Thanks so much for your feedback. (laughs) We certainly value our customers' responses as it helps us make the necessary adjustments to stay a viable business. All true. We have a strict company policy to never engage on Yelp. (laughs) However, after reading your review, we had an internal conversation and decided to respond. We were taken aback by your use of the word pathetically in your comments about us pivoting our business model. Since we shifted our focus from sushi rolls to poke bowls, we have been able to generate six full-time jobs for members of the Crown Heights community. (laughs) While that might not sound like a lot to some, we are very proud of the positive impact we've been able to make as small business owners. In fact, when you mentioned the word pathetically, we can't help but visualize you sitting in front of your computer or phone crafting over 7,500 Yelp reviews. (laughs) 
We did some quick math, and based on an average review time of eight minutes, could be conservative, you have spent around 1,000 hours writing reviews that no one but yourself and the small business owners you critique will read. That's (laughs) nearly six months of a full-time, 40 hours per week job, writing reviews that you are not being compensated for... Or improving to any sort of skill set. Our suggestion to you is to get away from this dark, dark rabbit hole you have jumped down. Oh, wow. Just think about the fact that you have spent nearly six months adding zero value to your career. Start putting the same effort and focus on a craft or skill set that will get you away from your social networking and start working toward career career goals that will bring you happiness and fulfillment. Wow. The truth of that is, is searing. Isn't that just just beautiful? Hot truth. I know. (laughs) Oh my God. We we all needed that after so much darkness. I saw one recently. It's probably one of the ones you had pulled up, which is just the guy was, I can't remember what it was. If it was, I think it was a restaurant and it was like influencers were demanding free and they were just like, nah, we're not doing that. (laughs) They issued issued like a statement. They were like, we don't want your, your Instagram post. We do not need it. And we don't care. Um, so then this is really interesting. A small business owner has learned how to game Yelp's algorithm. So this is also like for anyone out there, um, I can post this on our website. Um, once we post the episode, like if you or anyone like has this review that you can't seem to get out from under because you won't buy Yelp ads. So this guy, um, he's a Bay area Italian joint owner, um, who then, it had to turn into a pizza joint just because of uh, times and the market crash and whatever. So, you know, he says like, hey, you know, like, listen, he admits that when it all started, he would write himself five five star reviews the way I think any small business is guilty of doing. He's like, hey, I, I wasn't a good guy. I was writing fake ones to replace the real ones that Yelp had removed. Yelp had removed real good oh ones God. because he wasn't buying into their advertising. And I'm like, you're not a bad dude, you know, first right. of all. You're, You're trying not, to survive. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, he's gaming the system by the whole thing he's doing is, did you enjoy your meal? Leave us one star on Yelp. Or basically, leave us one star on Yelp, and we will give you discounted pizza and all this stuff. And so basically, he's fully gaming his own algorithm and rewarding, like so that like when you go to the site, it's its own world of I love this the pizza is so good every time I leave a one star review I get like discounted awesome deals so it's deals. like people know the secret it's the like fun secret. I love it. he's fucking with them he's his own playing way. with them yeah exactly. and it's actually bringing in more business and now he's got a ton of press for yeah. gaming Yelp and people are like no this is really good food and now he's got a we did one going. star on purpose but I mean, like, like that, what yeah, the that's fuck funny. but he is also like he's like open the curtain you yes, know what I mean fully and right he's being yeah. interviewed about like yeah all my good reviews are taken down because I wouldn't buy Yelp ads and then I tried to do And the they wouldn't take down it. a one star review. Uh, it is the fucking mafia. Wow. It's crazy. So um but here's here's what's funny to me. We'll get your reaction before you have to go. Um okay, so now I'm saying bad owners, you know, crazy restaurant managers, et cetera, et cetera. Like, hey, for anyone out there listening, listen, you can do the tactful gaming the system, you can write back and hit back. Don't do what some of these other people have done. Uh, of course, this is a Long Island bar where this <laughs> happened. A girl went in with a bachelorette party, basically 
as we all have been, everyone's allergic to bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. I get it. But this bar fully just shit on them from the minute they showed up. And there were only two other customers there. And basically, we're like, stop acting like 12-year-olds, you stupid broads. Like, oh, we're not, you're not getting blah, blah, blah. And so the the bride, who for whatever reason also had to be the, the sober driver, I'm like, that's no fun. <laughs> She's like, I was the most sober person there because I was the designated driver. I'm not making any of this shit up. They just basically were rude to us, wouldn't help us. So she wrote a review saying as much. The owner of the bar, and she gave it like three stars. It wasn't yeah, even so like wasn't totally like, yeah. damning, but it was yeah. like they were so rude to us. So the owner owner's friends other managers other employees start stalking her twitter her social (gasps) everything they friend her husband to be and on all of their accounts start posting yeah uh, on your bachelorette's you know birthday night she oh man did she give a wicked (gasps) blowjob she was snorting coke off my dick um they went my all of their online they they said, we know where you're getting married. Thanks for inviting us. It was the best round of team blowjobs you've ever given a group of guys, and we can't wait to see you at the wedding. They found her registry. They found the venue. She was terrified that these people were literally going to show up oh and my, ruin For a three-star review. For a three-star review. Oh, what a bunch of psychos. Oh. I know every every single aspect of it's terrible. Delete the internet. Oh my god! Here's a tip. It's not good, but (laughs) um, when you are faced with uh, trouble Mm -hmm. in a restaurant, rain as a customer, (laughs) rain, rain down on me. No, Uh, remember you don't know what that person's life is. And remember, maybe remember your race and what's mm-hmm. their race. Mm-hmm. You know, are you a white woman and are they a non-white person? Do you need to speak to the manager? Karen. Really? Do you? You know, and I'll say just really quick. I went through this recently. I got a flat tire at the Whole Foods 365 and immediately realized and had pulled into the bank parking lot right next to 365 called AAA. They were going to be there in 15 minutes. This was going to be an in and out situation, quick situation. The bank uh, had a security guard who came up to me and said, I could not stay there, even though I had a flat tire and there was no parking in the, like, I had a flat tire. I didn't want to move my car. And he was like, nope. And I said, hey, can you help somebody out just from a human to human? We'll be in and out really quick. I really don't feel safe moving my car right now. And he was like, sorry. And I went, you know what? Thanks a lot. And he goes, you're welcome. And I wanted to like, I was thinking of ways to fuck up his life. I was like, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to go, Hey, I am a customer. Cause he goes, are you a bank customer? I'm like, I am a bank customer. I'm opening an account right now. And I'm going to go in and be like, can I speak to the manager? <laughs> like I was thinking, I was yes, thinking no. about doing all this. I was so mad at this guy. And then I thought, what the fuck are you doing? Right. This guy's a security guard in a bank parking lot. And he wasn't white. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, you know, and I understand the impulse. But stop yourself and go, is it worth it at the end of the day? Is it worth it? Am I fine? Am I hurt? Am I still healthy? Go old yes. school. Call him a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I just went, thanks a lot. I did exactly. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Much that was enough. Dick. And I posted about it on my Instagram stories. I vented and people took my side. That was it. <laughs> Fuck off. Have we forgotten, you know, that the 
power of like good, you know, word of mouth is still so powerful. I go to my friends to ask, you know, what can't be missed if I'm going to go here. And usually they're going to say something that's going to make an eater or a timeout. I love top 10 list. We love eater too. We really want to work with you. We (laughs) come on, come on eater. Come on, partner with us. But it's true. Um, A word of mouth is what is so fun more than anything. I personally, because of my experiences, look at Yelp just like a a pissy fucking little malcontent convention online. I get people who've never dined. I I feel like dining out in a way because of Yelp has turned into like what it's like to sit down in front of your television where you have all these apps and all Mm -hmm. these options in your face and all these photos and your your brain can't take all the information and you just get the spins and the next thing you know you wake up and it's the next morning and you're like i didn't eat or watch tv (laughs) i I passed out from information overload so funny so i think like maybe some advice too to people you know who don't work in the service industry or just for all of us trying to figure out like brian mentioned you mentioned look at like the overall number of people who've rated and reviewed, you know, if something's into the thousands and it's still got around a four, it's a solid place. That's what most places are aiming for. Three and a half or four means people are going to show up because you, you know, again, and your opinion is so fucking subjective. That's what's crazy is someone we talk about. It's like the nightmare customers that you have to deal with minus any Yelp who are like, it's bright in here. It's loud. You know, I'm cold. And it's like, don't leave home I don't know what to do for you you know and these people are allowed to then be like the lighting's terrible that this is that and you're like it's a beautiful place you're just crotchety yeah and that's really it you know really tough I think as much as we talk on this podcast about good manners Mm -hmm. as a customer this is a really good example and another lesson if you're gonna leave a review you know think before you type Wow, guys, what a heavy, heavy episode. We have to like get up and run laps. I, I know. Think. As you, If you as a server, bartender, host, like whatever, owner, have a scathing or amazing Yelp review that you feel has changed your life, like for the good or bad, please send it our way. We are, we're happy to read it and yeah. dissect it. We, we definitely want to hear back from you guys big time in a big way on this one. Um, we could certainly probably do a bonus episode oh. if you guys hit us up with enough you know because yelp is is affecting all of our lives particularly in this business and i think it's really important to let non table waiting people know how much this has a negative impact when someone just wants to be spiteful i think we need to be warriors and, and you know tell the truth that yelp is an evil evil system I mean, if you get a great review that's honest, great. It's just that the negative can yeah. do so much it's unwarranted true. damage. I mean, we're not saying that there aren't people out there like going and leaving stellar, glowing, amazing reviews about your business. But we're saying like the, the model itself and the inner workings and like the people who are pulling the puppet strings. It's fucking not really the best intention. Yelp, per se. Yeah, Yelp is the mob, okay? <laughs> you are being... Yelp. <laughs> Yelp. <laughs> Here we go yelp this guy. Yeah, oh, I know. It's an it's a new term for whacked or iced. We yelp them. <laughs> it truly is. It's uh, like the nerds revenge. Revenge of the nerds. Is that a movie? Anyways. 
um, yeah, please hit us up uh, with some stories or just vent your frustration if you want. If you know, if you can do it in a way that's readable on air, do that. But love, love, love your feedback and input. Um, so yeah, please send us some of that stuff in the form of some server submitted stories. Yeah, you guys. And once again, thanks for listening. We love you. See you soon. Godspeed and good, good tips. tips. Hey guys, if you like Sidework Podcast, the best thing you can do is rate and review. Give us some five stars. Give us some comments. Tell us what you like. Thanks for listening. Thank you.